everybody, welcome to week three of Good Hope Weekly. I wanted to start today by just kind of recapping from last week. And really the first thing I want to talk about is I want to address cheating as far as the Good Hope Weekly is concerned. And so I've had a few people uh, comment or say something to me about, well, I cheated, but I found this. And that's not cheating. So if you are taking the Word of God and you're taking other tools at your disposal to understand the Word of God, you're not cheating. Um, that's exactly what we're supposed to do. And so I want to show you how I quote unquote cheated in this last one. And uh, hopefully it's another resource or another tool that you can use as well. So we started off last week. The first assignment was to tell a time, tell a story about a time whenever you have learned something from the Lord. And there aren't any wrong answers there. Um, if you haven't learned anything from the Lord, then you haven't been paying attention because I'm sure that he's been trying to teach you some things. Now, sometimes it's difficult to put that into words, and I understand that, but that's why it's the exercise that it is. It's something that we take the time to do because it's important for us to write it down to remember later. The second thing I asked you to do was to look up what fellowship means according to the scriptures. Now, I'm going to show you what I did whenever I went to fulfill this. So I opened up a browser like this, and I went to Google, and I typed in scripture verses about fellowship. Boom. And so all these kinds of things came up. You can see this is the link that I went to first. And so this brings up a website where there are all kinds of verses around the topic of fellowship. And so I read through those things. The other thing that I did is I looked up the, the Greek for that particular verse where fellowship showed up. So to do that, I typed in 1 John 1 three and then the word Greek now the reason I do this is because sometimes looking at the original languages kind of helps us to see uh, when that word gets used again and again and so we'll see here on this particular uh, page that comes up from Bible hub they have first John 1 3 and they have it in parallel to the Greek and so down here are the Greek words in order as they appear in the original text and you'll see the English translation in the column next to it. So it says that which we have seen and have heard we proclaim also to you so that also you and here it is fellowship shows up. And so you look over here at the Greek word and it looks like it's pronounced something like koinonian. And if you click on that, by the way, that word comes up again a little bit later and you'll see that it's a slightly different variation of the same word. So if I click on this first one, then it's going to take me to something where there are seven occurrences of that exact version of the word. And I look over here, you'll see there are 19 occurrences given all the different variants of that Greek word. Don't worry, you don't have to know what Greek is. All we're looking for is the 19 times that that word comes up in the New Testament. The reason I know it's the New Testament is because it's in Greek. The original language for the Old Testament would have been Hebrew. So here we see fellowship 19 times in the New Testament, and all of these verses use that same Greek word, at least the same root word in Greek. And so you can look through all of these verses and see how it's been translated. And they put it in red. So you can see fellowship, the word sharing, 
communicate. Um, and fellowship, of course, is the most common translation. But then participation shows up. Communion. All of these things are related to the meaning of that word. So this is something that I do regularly whenever I'm going to study up on a particular passage of Scripture, is I want to see where that those key words have shown up in other passages. I'll go to something like that website, and I will find where that key word in Greek is used in other places around the Scriptures. And that helps me to get a better, more thorough understanding of what the Bible is saying whenever it uses those key words. If you have a Bible concordance at home where you can look up the word and find other scriptures that use it, great, use that. That is not cheating. If you have a Bible dictionary, that's not cheating. That's just studying. And so I want you to, to dive into that and, and look it up and share with others what you have found. And you don't have to feel guilty or feel like you've got to make excuses for where you got that. None of us are experts. We're just doing the best we can with the resources we have and sharing those resources of where you found it. That's how I learned to study the Bible is because someone else shared with me what resources they used. So as we move forward with this, if you want to employ all kinds of other resources, please do. And then share with us in the comments where you found it, because that helps us all grow deeper. I think my key takeaway from that exercise and looking at what fellowship is all about was that we find in there scripture verses that point us to the fact that we are joining together with other people, not just according to our beliefs, but we are joining together with people for a common work. That's what John is getting at when he says, I'm revealing to you the things that we have seen and heard so that your fellowship with us can be made complete so that we can join together to accomplish the work God has for us. All right, let's take a look at this week's passage. This week, we're going to be in 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 through 9. Here we go. This is the message we have heard from him and announced to you, that God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus his Son cleanses us, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So, two things real quick for this week. One, I want you to take your list that you wrote, hopefully you still have that handy, of key terms and things that you have found there, and I want you to see if there any of those pop up here. And if they do, take a little time to explore them further in the scriptures like we've talked about already. The second thing is this. There's a really important concept here towards the end of the passage, um, especially in verses 8 and 9 where he's talking, talking about sin, in verse 8 he's saying, if we say we have no sin, in verse 9 he says, if we confess our sins. And so he's showing us that there are two different ways to deal with sin. One is to cover it up and hide it. The other is to confess it. Now I want you to think, if there's ever been a time in your life where confessing a sin really was the best course of action. There may be a time where you should have confessed and didn't. 
There may be another time where you did confess and it really paid off. Now, I want you to use discretion about what you share, especially if you're posting anything on Facebook. But if you're doing this in a small group, hopefully there's some trust there where you could share a story of a time where either you confessed and it worked out or you didn't confess when you really should have. But here the scripture tells us that confession actually leads to a better result. And I want you to look at that in your own life and see if you've ever had the opportunity to experience that for yourself. So look at verses 5 through 9 and see if any of the key words jump off the page at you. If they do, dig into those words and find out more about what they mean in the scriptures. Secondly, tell a story, maybe to friends, maybe just write it in your own personal journal, or if you're willing, share it on Facebook about a time where you learned maybe a tough lesson about confession. Thanks for taking part. I'll see you next week. With this, if you want to employ all kinds of other resources, please do. 